What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. March 3rd, 2023, on the road to WrestleMania. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, talking about the Go Home Show on Rampage tonight. Talking about the real build. I'm like, go home show for what? I forgot about Rampage and Rivals. Rampage has a pay per view this weekend. Uh, where, I know, I and know. Uh, WWE, I felt like the real build for Mania started tonight with Roman and Cody in the ring Hell facing yeah, off. Cody, let's I go, acknowledge Cody. him. I acknowledge him. Okay, sorry. I've got I've got thoughts, uh, and we're going to discuss them all. And um, <laughs> so much to get into tonight. So we're going to talk about Rampage, talk about SmackDown. But Alfred, before we jump into that, what's going on in the news? Yeah, let's get this news out of the way before we head to the real main event, Cody Rhodes, and start with Commander, who competed in the Face of the Revolution casino ladder match. It was uh, very well received, and he had very star-making performance. Some would say a breakout with a lot of impressive spots. Turns out Commander is not under contract with AEW. He's currently uh, competing over in Mexico. They wanted uh, uh, Hijo del Vikingo to be in that position, but weren't able to get him, so... They sent uh, Commander, and he's now received a lot of buzz. And he is open, possibly, with the Mexican promotion Chaos's blessing. Mm. He's open to either going to AEW or WWE. His services could be available to both. But uh, a very strange story, given how much he was given in that match. He was pretty much the star in that match. It was him, Mm. Sammy, and Action Andretti. But it looks like he's a free agent, and it'll be interesting to see if an NXT, if a WWE uh, tries to make a play for him, because it would be good for the narrative for WWE. And you know this is also a media war, Issa. He was incredible in that match. He was doing some crazy stuff in there. I wouldn't be shocked if... I'm sorry, I've been bullied by my dog right now. But <laughs> I bu- I wouldn't be shocked if everybody tries to uh, pursue him and, and make him become a part of that company. He did some very memorable spots, and I was very impressed. Not familiar with him at all, but I was very impressed. I heard it was great. Um, do you think WWE would do a spite signing and just lock this down to uh, take it off AEW's chessboard or to drive up the cost? 
100,000%. Yes, that's part of what makes a war so special. And this gets very petty behind the scenes. Don't believe what you hear. I know a lot of people publicly like to say, oh, we're not in a war, brother. Oh, no, no, no. We love each other. And the wrestlers do get along and stuff like that. But the companies hate each other, particularly more so WWE to AEW in terms of them wanting to show them up. And if WWE is able to scoop away a commander and the story is commander showed up on one show one night and the other show the other night, I believe they would do that. I think that's the one thing that's been missing from these wars, as great as the wrestling wars have been. Growing up in the Monday Night Wars, uh, there weren't as many contractual obligations where somebody could show up the night after on a show, which we saw plenty of times, and I thought that made it exciting. So if we see something like that with WWE and AEW, obviously on a smaller scale, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Speaking of free agents, Jay White is officially finished up with New Japan, of course, he recently lost a loser leaves Japan. You said it the match. right way is White. Jay White is officially a free agent. <laughs> and he's rumored to be either jumping to WWE or WWE or AEW as a potential free agent. Of course, he has shown up on AEW TV. He was part of the build to the Forbidden Door. Uh, but it looks like he's a legitimate free agent. I know that there was a story like this. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, uh, but he was working an angle. But this time it seems to be legit. Jay White uh, may have his services up for grabs. Where do you think he will land, Issa? I I don't know. I don't know because I, I wasn't... I remember AEW debuting him in a weird backstage segment the first time he ever showed up in AEW, which to me made me feel like then they he didn't feel like they saw him as that big of a deal at that time. I did think he had a great buildup and, and the match that he was involved in was great. I have more dream matches for him in WWE, but I'm afraid of how he will be treated. As long as he can come as JY, Switchblade. That's the one thing that mm. I would love to see. No matter where he ends up at, I would love to see the gimmick and, and, and the guy that we know from New Japan be the guy that shows up wherever he ends up as. I don't know, man. They might LA Knight him. If uh, he goes to WWE, LA Knight's doing great right now. Yeah, that's not necessarily bad. Come on, let me talk to you, Glenn. Let me talk to you. Yeah, is he? Ask me again. Ask me again, Glenn. Is he over? Yeah. Don't make him switchblade. Don't make him switchblade Jay White, but it'll be a switchblade comb, and he'll keep taking out and combing his hair. Yeah, I gotta tell you something. I'm very consistent in the wrestlers that I like. But I don't know that I'm as consistent as Glenn throwing shade on LA Knight every chance that yeah, You know, and Alfred, I think it's your fault Jay White's not staying with AEW. I think they saw one of your pro wrestling bits, and they were like, this is too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to be Jay Black in WWE. No! I think- I was holding out hope, and I still am, that Jay White is going to be the big reveal. Because, you know, it's not going to be Shawn Michaels coming back to wrestle Grayson Waller. People are saying it's Grace or Dragon Lee, and there are now Twitter roars between Dragon Lee and Grayson. That'd be fine, but I think mm-hmm. it'd be a bigger deal if they were somehow able to get Jay White in that position against Grayson Waller. That, that would be incredible, and I wish you would have not said it, because now I need to see it. I, I still yeah. like Gargano. I think Gargano makes a ton of sense. Because he's doing so much better than LA Knight, right, Glenn? Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I do think it would make sense in NXT because Grayson Waller did get uh, Johnny Gargano out of NXT. That's the yeah. last time we saw him there, and they were chanting right. piece of shit. It was a heated angle. Yeah, so. Gargano needs like a soft reboot, and I think this will do that. He does that, and he goes back to the main roster. Yeah. 
And, but, and the thing about Gargano, it's not like they're not using him or they just like buried him. Like they put him in an actual week to week storyline. It just wasn't that great of a storyline. And he's now since been lost in the shuffle. Mm. Calvin R. Alexander, $5 saying the hate is one way traffic. Tony Twitter fingers is the haters ball. Hater <laughs> of the decade in this situation. <laughs> Hater's ball, hater of the decade. Kelvin. I love it. Fuck Nasty's mama's dish. It's a great sketch. It is going both ways. I will say, I think it's more so WWE AEW because they don't want AEW here in the first place. And I think there's an inferiority complex where AEW wants to please WWE sometimes or wants to at the very least be like them or try to be friends with them. And I don't think they're as ruthless as they should be with WWE, which, you know, they're very ruthless in this whole world. Yeah. Uh, what else is uh, in the news? Um, real shout out to my guy Court Bauer. Yeah. MLW has had some weirdness going on recently. It looks like you know they were obviously in that lawsuit with WWE over antitrust issues that got thrown out of court uh, over them having their deal blocked with Fubo TV. They claim, and now uh, weeks after signing a deal with Reels, which would air MLW Underground. Uh, uh, Reels signed a deal with Peacock, and because WWE has exclusivity, now MLW will not be able to air on Peacock. So it's kind of a similar situation, kind of not, where WWE is now blocking MLW from airing on Peacock, but because they had an exclusivity clause, it sounds a lot more legal. Still, Corp Power and MLW are taking WWE to court over these matters, it looks like. And so this war continues. It's said, this has not been confirmed, but it has been reported uh, that Reels has a 10-week deal with MLW yeah, which uh, before crazy. a potential cancellation, which we don't know that. I want to make clear that that has not been confirmed. It's just been reported a couple of places. Uh, but it looks like more legal battles for MLW uh, and WWE. And MLW, check it out. It's been a good show. I really do support the product and really like it a lot. I've talked to him a couple of times on Forbes, and, and he does put on a good product, but it seems like they're up against it legally, Glenn. I've heard it's great. And I think that, you know, it's the same problem that NWA had. Um, same problem Ring of Honor is going to have. It's just, I think there's so much wrestling right now. It's really hard to get a critical mass, especially this time of year. I think right now with the AEW pay-per-view this weekend within the road to WrestleMania, I just, I mean, do you guys feel like there's a, there's a void where you go, I could go to watch more wrestling each week. I could, I could go for a few more hours. No. Yeah, I think yeah, we're just at peak best. wrestling right now, and it's it's yeah. tough. But I've heard nothing but good things about it. I like a lot of the talent on MLW. Um, something I keep meaning to catch up on, but I think it's just it's just a tough time right now. And now we have Ring of Honor added to the yeah. mix yeah. as mm-hmm. well. I I'm like people are like, have you seen um, MLW? And then I'm, I just realized having watched this Ring of Honor episode, there is definitely a lot of wrestling to consume right now. It's very hard to keep up with it. I know. And what about when Control Your Narrative comes back? That's Where are we going to make the time? Line. We all are coming for everybody. There could be number one when they come back, so it's going to be tough. <laughs> Man. Well, speaking of low ratings, AEW Dynamite ratings <laughs> Yo, dropped. The transition. <laughs> <laughs> it dropped like a brick. 833,000 with a 0.27 in the demo. A uh, very low rating for the go-home show of AEW Revolution. Of course, AEW did that. Great number the week before, 1.028 million. When there was an announcement? When and yes, when there announcement? was an announcement. And right on cue, Tony Khan has said and has teased that there will be more announcements. There better be more announcements if you want people to come back and watch this show. Because AEW Dynamite did not do a good number at all with a loaded show uh, and no announcements. So people just don't seem to be into the product outside of uh, the when you say When you say loaded, what do you mean? 
Well, they did announce a lot. They tried. And I'm saying what AEW feels is loaded, right? They had MJF and Brian <laughs> Danielson on the same show. They had two battle royals. They, you know, they did announce a lot and they packed the show up, you know, in a way that I think they thought they were going to do a big number. And they absolutely did not. So okay. if these were the loaded uh, Tato skins at Applebee's, <laughs> would you be satisfied and be like, these are adequately loaded? That's such a have... Chili's menu item. They don't have loaded potato skins at Applebee's. Oh, we can get the custom order for you when we go to Applebee's, Esau. <laughs> we're never going to go there unless you're fine because our bet, we're going to end up at Olive Garden, especially after we saw what we saw tonight. I, I highly disagree. And that's all he, for the news. He so ate your boy alive. He ate your boy alive. And, and he looked, he looked a, like a basic bitch out on. there. And you already know it. On. We'll she's going to order so many dippings that she's going to drink the marinara right from the dipping tray. Not even bother I'm just going to, Glenn, I'm just going to start the order with a bottle of wine because, you know, I don't eat a lot. So oh, I'm yeah. not going to get my money worth of food. And get, so the, get gonna... the bottle. Get the bottle. Not the table <laughs> yeah. wine service, which is cheaper. And just right. every drink is an Italian soda. And you're She'll like, I want her mix, away. mix flavors in the Italian soda because that costs more. <laughs> Listen, that is your news, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Thank you, so, Alfred, for that. Tonight, Let's Cody get Rhodes to it, Glenn. Come and on. Roman Reigns. I have thoughts. Let's I'm just going to put this Let's out. hear your thoughts, Glenn. Let's, let's hear it. This is the you're very, Switzerland in this situation. Here's the so very PG version of this. Okay. Okay. Roman Reigns was out there. He had swagger. He said to Cody, like, you know, your father, uh, you know, I thought these things to myself. Your father's the one that helped me think this to myself. He never mentioned you. Roman, <laughs> in very few words, laid out the case. And Cody just talked a mile fast. Like, like, okay, if I'm on a date with each of these guys, right? Like, Pause. Roman don't need to say anything. It's like, I'm yours. You got me. Yeah, exactly. With, with Cody, it's like, dude, just shut up and kiss me already. Like, you were talking me out of no. this the more you keep talking. You still got four weeks. He wanted to kiss you already? Come on. No, you I'm got saying, well, what? you got Are you, you a Riz God or what? It's the first date. We're just kissing. You may be a little over the clothes stuff. But uh, what I'm saying is, he was talking so much that the more he was talking, the less attracted to him I was. The more he was talking all like if he just would have kept his mouth shut, like mystery would have gone a mile for Cody Rhodes tonight because he did not have swagger. He seemed a little you nervous. Know what, you know what my favorite thing was? It's what yeah. he said. I'm not even on the on even playing field here. And I was like, you're not. You're not, no. bro. You come out there no. in your little suit looking like a tryhard. Roman in his sweatpants, sneakers and t-shirt look a million levels above you. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys know how I feel about this. And look, with Sami Zayn, if it was the first date, we would just talk about feelings. He told me I feel no, you safe. Wouldn't. And I'm like, you will I'm take marrying him, this you guy. You will freaking marry him the same night and give him. Oh, yeah. You, you will end yeah. up in 90 day fiance because he will give him all the no, I would be like everything that he needs. Like, he will you give it to me. him right there. You get me, Sammy. You just look <laughs> into my soul and talk about feelings. <laughs> but no, look, tonight, Roman looked like the champion. Cody, like, if this was Roman not a big is the champion. Okay, no, no, no. Alfred, if this was not the big get from AEW, this would have looked... Alfred wasn't here, and I told you he's a little delusional. Yeah. Just, just keep that in mind. Okay. okay, but what I'm saying is, if you remove, <laughs> if you remove the AEW storyline from this, this looks like a filler feud where Roman's gonna win. It's actually crazy that what part of this let, feud is let the me AEW storyline? No, 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 no. If not for that, 
I would say Cody has no chance. But I do think he's going to win. Thank you, because he did say, he did say, oh, every goalpost, I have smashed it. Yeah. And I'm like, what goalpost? Yeah, Be Stardust and starting a company that you ran away from? Like, you haven't really, like, what? tell me what goals you yeah, and by the way, yeah, he started a company. He co-founded a company he doesn't own any of. How dumb right? is that? <laughs> Alfred, if I say tomorrow, like, let's co-found a company and you leave and I'm like, you get zero equity, bra, You would just be like, damn, I got played. Like, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't make Cody look good to say you that know, he co-founded we should, let, we should let Alfred. We should let Alfred say you know, I'm patiently, No, I'm patiently. You get it out of your system. This okay. is uh, some of okay. the worst takes I've ever heard, but get it out of your system. I'm, not, I'm used to it. Get it out of your system. I'll go no. when it's my turn. I'm just saying, I Cody tonight, I think that I think he's gonna win. So Alfred, I'll give you that. I think Cody's gonna be champ and Roman's gonna take some time off. But I'm saying tonight, no. This this was this was like this this was like B Rabbit on his way to the freestyle finals. This was not like bodying Papa Doc B Rabbit tonight. Is it my turn yet? Whenever it's my turn, I'll go. It's definitely your turn. And now with a rebuttal. Now with a rebuttal, Mr. Alfred Kanawa. That reminded me of Roman Reigns' promo tonight. Just sputtering, stammering, forgetting his words, looking down. We already saw a much better version of what Roman Reigns had to say from Paul Heyman. I love this segment, by the way. I am biased toward Cody, and I will put that out there. Unlike a lot of these wrestling media types, I'll tell you exactly my bias. I'm biased, I'm biased towards toward Roman. Cody I'm Rhodes. with you on that. I'm but I love this storyline, and I've always loved Roman Reigns, even when he was getting booed out of four WrestleManias in the row. But the thing about Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns getting together in this segment, I found it was a very good segment, but what Roman had to say, and they set up Roman Reigns to be the guy because they have to pace this. It's a fake wrestling story. It's scripted. So this script called for the fake wrestler Roman Reigns to say something to Cody, and then Cody will come back with his bars. They can't give it all away, even though you want to have fornication on the first date. But what Roman Reigns was scripted to say was very similar to what Paul Heyman said. And Paul Heyman is, to borrow a phrase, on a whole different playing field than Roman Reigns when it comes to promos. Roman Reigns has come a long way from suffering succotash, but he ain't Paul Heyman. And hearing him cut another version of the Dusty Likes Me Better promo and sputter through it, it was like watching an open mic comedian go on after Chris Rock, you know, and shout out to Chris Rock, who's going to be live tomorrow. I can't wait for that. Uh, Chris Rock, obviously almost as good of a comedian as I am, but I thought watching this segment that Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns came off as a main event segment. I enjoyed the segment. I thought Roman Reigns was cute with his little lines that he had to say. And I thought that it came off as a top baby face in the company against the second biggest heel in the company in Roman Reigns because Dominic Mysterio is a bigger heel than Roman Reigns ever will be. If you watch the crowd reaction, the crowd popped huge for Roman Reigns. They were cheering this guy as a, as a quote-unquote heel, uh, but they were cheering even louder for Cody Rhodes. And I think they can't go here, but I would love if this was part of the narrative because Roman Reigns is talking about I main event to WrestleMania. You never have and stuff like that. But the funny thing about that, it's like, yeah, but Cody Rhodes is the opposite of Roman Reigns main eventing all that WrestleMania because this is a baby face main eventing for the first time that people want to see. And the difference is, and the underlying difference in this, is that Roman Reigns, for years, they tried with him as a babyface, and it did not work at all. He got booed out of four separate WrestleManias in a row. I was in the building for all four of those WrestleManias where Roman Reigns got booed out of the building like Kanye West at a bar mitzvah. So I think that Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes is going to be a tremendous storyline, and they are going to build toward this fantastically. Week one, I think they knocked it out of the park. Roman Reigns was fine. He was no Paul Heyman. Back to you guys. Randy Hawkins, 
five dollars super chat saying i bet isa's upset the bloodline's imploding about the blood? and, oh yes the it is like let's talk about the bde move that roman reigns did when he was like go away like he sent solo he sent jimmy he sent paul he was like i don't need you guys like this is the minor leagues i'm fine handling this alone let's start by that i'm not sad the bloodline is no longer a thing that i care about i care about roman beating cody i don't care about the bloodline at this point in my life Calvin R. Alexander, $5, saying uh, this was by design, Glenn. They have to build Cody up to win verbally and physically. I feel like they've been doing that, though. That's why the face-off was so important. First of all, physically, it's, not, it's never going to happen. Like, unless you can make him grow five inches and 500 pounds in the next, like, four weeks. 500 pounds? Happen. trying to kill us, man? You already know he looked he looked like such a tryhard. No offense. He comes out there with all of his pyro and all like of these like, cute little things. His cute little like suit. Like you, he looked like a tryhard. He did. Wow. And everything about this promo, like he said it himself. And I love this segment. I love both of them. And you can go back and watch my watch along in which when Roman finished cutting his promo, I was actually screaming, come on, Cody, let's go, Cody. Because I needed a comeback from him because tonight, it literally felt like the like the buildup for WrestleMania. We needed that face-off between the two of them. I really enjoyed what Paul Heyman and Cody did, but it never felt like the buildup was starting up until tonight. I really did think they killed it, both of them. But if I had to, and I will keep track, I even started a little notepad thing here for my oh. watch-alongs. Round one, Roman Reigns. Oh, of course, that's how it was scripted. It was definitely scripted for Roman Reigns to go over, but it was like... Even though it was scripted that way, he didn't really, he kind of, he got material to destroy Cody Rhodes or whatever to get the better of him. And Cody Rhodes was just kind of scripted to be the better man and be the mature baby face. But it just didn't hit because I just heard Cody was destroyed so the better. second, the second so much that better. Roman, the second that Roman sent his goons away, it's already a, 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 almost a disrespectful thing to Cody where he's like, I don't mm. need any of this. Like yeah. he but knows he can handle that? Cody easily. Yeah, Cody, because he's a pussy. Okay. But I'm sorry. <laughs> Randy Hawkins, $5, saying my son likes Cody. Cody might be this generation's Hulk Hogan. I know I'm in the Hogan generation. Cody is sort of, they're, they're making him sort of white meat. I mean, like ultra white meat, baby face, which I, I mean, so, okay. So if you take away the AEW factor, like that's what makes Cody cool is that he left and he came to back. Who? To who? To the fans. To the fans. No, to, not to just the fans. And this is something that just happened embodies the mm -hmm. Cody factor. A paying customer of this podcast paid five dollars mm -hmm. to say my son likes Cody. The son probably doesn't know about these inner working political issues between no, 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 these paying yeah. customers love Cody Rhodes and people who maybe watch too much wrestling and the hardcore fans might be uh, thumbing their nose at it. But every week this guy's getting cheered everywhere he goes because the people who count the paying customers love Cody Rhodes. So Mia Lee, $4.99. Uh, saying when Ray knocks Dom out, that pop is going to be crazy. Can we give a shout out to Lita, the first female Hall of Famer to win a title? Uh, oh. Scarlet, so sexy. Thank you, thank you, Mealy. Uh, yeah, congrats, Lita. Uh, heard raw. I saw the news uh, Monday night. Very impressed. Very shocked by that all happening. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, no, I think I think this will be interesting to see where we go in the Cody Rhodes championship era of WWE. I think it's going to be great. They're setting up heels for him, and nothing is forever. But I think that it's a good thing that WWE seem, it seems like they're bringing out the best in themselves, knowing they have to prepare for life after Roman. That's why they're setting up Gunther with this long win streak. They're doing a good job with Bronson Reed, who they showcased in the Elimination Chamber. And I do think he's going to have a steady stable of heels uh, to contend with. 
Okay, let's let's play prices right game here on the over under. And Issa, I need you to suspend disbelief for the, the purpose Not of Not gonna happen. <laughs> okay. Alfred, your prediction of how many days Cody Rhodes title reign lasts. <laughs> That's a tough one because Cody's Dusty's kid. And as we spoke about on our previous podcast on Tuesday, uh, when Issa was not here, uh, Cody Rhodes, just like Dusty Rhodes, he'd think alike. And Dusty Rhodes is a guy who believed that baby faces shouldn't have world titles for very long. Cody Rhodes and the company that he started, you know, Roman Reigns is an industry plan. He's somebody that the company really got behind until they gaslighted people into cheering for him. But Cody Rhodes, when they didn't like him, he left and started his own company. And they, even then, he didn't even challenge for the world title because I do do think that Cody Rhodes thinks that that world title for a baby face is something that you should always be chasing. So I don't know. Maybe he knows that he's not worth more title. He's probably hundred days. He's aware. Wait, we're gonna dethrone Roman, Mister Almost a Thousand Days, for a hundred day title reign. You want back yeah. to back? I, I love this no, idea. I don't. That one, one person I, I don't. gets a thousand days, so the other people have to get a thousand days. Like we told the thousand day story. Cody Rhodes may not be a thousand day storyline type of champion, and that's perfectly fine. I think if it was going to be a three-month championship, all the arguments against Sami Zayn go out the window. All the reasons about, oh, we wouldn't want Sami to be the face of the company long-term and yada, yada. Hi, it's 100 I days. I cannot wait to get my my Roman Reigns logo tatted because I said that in my stream when he makes it to 1,000 days as champion. Okay, okay, You're right. over here talking about how many days Cody Rhodes is going to be champion. Let's talk about how many days Roman keeps being champion. That's the conversation we need to be having. So, Issa, uh, you're having a nightmare. Cody Rhodes Please wins the championship. Please don't use the word nightmare around me. It triggers yes. me. Thank you. Uh, Let's go, Cody. <laughs> Cody wins the championship. How many days is Cody champion? He's not winning. So, I'm not answering a question. Okay. That is not 200 days. Like 300 days. I'm, I'm going to say until SummerSlam. I'm going to say maybe like 120 to 150 days. That's my prediction. I can see it. First of all, they'll split them. That's the, if Cody was to win, they will split the titles because it's not worth to be a double champ. So the first thing he will like do is like, oh, watch me be a big baby face and defend both of my titles on the next pay-per-view. He'll drop one immediately. Let's start by that. Let's just like be real. He will drop one of these titles immediately at the next PLE. Wow. I think um, they've done ask. such a good job with Cody Rhodes as a babyface that if they do split these titles up, I don't think it'll be something See, where he just loses it. What job have they done? Alfred, I get back at the Rumble at number 30 and 1, and then they have him cry on TV every freaking Monday. Cody Rhodes cries as much as John Moxley bleeds every week. You saw him tonight holding back. Like, he's over there. Roman is speaking, and he's over there like, like, come on, bro. Wait, like, do that I'm again? Like do that again? <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't want a tear to come out, so he's like holding it, you know? So he's like... <laughs> <laughs> this is all no, my, 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 this, is all, this is all subjective like all these i've loved cody rhodes's promos but again we are different so we can sit here until we're blue in the face about whether or not cody rhodes's promos are crying or not and if they are good men should cry more my point is in terms of factual indicators which i go by key performance indicators like we can sit here and do the hardcore wrestling narrative of oh, i don't like cody rhodes the first title immediately cody rhodes is setting records as a live event draw the way they haven't done since records of tears crying by selling out merchandise in canada Sammy's in territory selling out merchandise you think his like fans are cares. using the merchandise to wipe their tears when he Cody cries Rhodes they're like quarter hour segments are the highest rated segments they've had in years fact so as a baby face i think he's doing pretty good he's at least doing better than roman reigns ever did as a baby face because that wow. was horrible 
Radio I love Arcade. how you're living in the past. Like you can't even comment around Roman Reigns now. Oh, no. You keep going to the days that Roman Reigns was booed because you have no argument <laughs> against the tribal chief head of the table, Roman Reigns. So you're over here, like you're acting like the IWC right now. Like oh, remember Stoko? Remember this? Oh, when when Roman was a babyface, we're past those days, Alfred. No, so not. start making. He is not wrestling. The big dog Roman Reigns. He is wrestling the tribal chief head of the table. So why don't you use some examples about that? As a matter of fact, remember Roman crying when he did the Jey Uso story. It was efficient. He did not look like a pussy. Thank you yes, very did. much. He, he Please start did. using valid today comparisons for Cody Rose because when the big dog was here, Cody Rose ran away to start a company that he also ran away from. Let's keep that in mind. When the Big Dog was here, Cody Rhodes ran away along with millions of other viewers watching the Big Dog being forced on television. And the examples I use are very current examples about business. Do you not hear the about the ratings? The, the merchandise you know, like, selling? The best the pops of Cody Rhodes is getting best, a modern day WWE. The best PLE that WWE These are all modern day statistics, let's ladies and gentlemen. The best PLE? The numbers don't lie. You say that all the time on your channel. I watch you. You know this. I'm an yeah, avid yeah. pro wrestling bits. The numbers don't lie. The best PLE, where's the one with the bloodline? And Sammy saying, and where was Cody? Oh, yeah, he was, I don't know, nursing a little injury. He wasn't even around here for that. Come on. This is his first real test is WrestleMania. And he's not walking away victorious. He's not. So are you moving the goalposts again the way Cody Rhodes is saying people do? Because this sounds like moving the goalposts. First it was, oh, these fans are going to turn on him. They didn't turn on him. Then it was, Sami Zayn has to be in the main event. It didn't happen. They still didn't turn on him. Then it's, oh, Cody Rhodes isn't ready. He can't draw. He did draw. He's doing all these things. And then when he wins a title, it's going to become, well, 100 days. How long is he going to have this title? Who's he going to face? And he's going to probably have great storylines then. People do keep moving the goalposts with Cody Rhodes. And I don't fault Cody Rhodes for leaving AEW. I think that's a tremendous idea. In the wrestling business, if you want to make money, Money. If you want to headline WrestleMania, if you want to be a big star the way Cody Rhodes is, the way nobody is in this business like Cody you Rhodes. Just Hold on, I'm not like WrestleMania. Daddy's not Cody done. Rhodes Daddy's is not the done. same sentence. He's only Daddy's getting it because done. Roman Reigns no, is a not. part of it. He's Daddy's only getting done. it because Roman Reigns is a part of it. He, he was here for what? How many years? And he didn't get it before? Please. So let Daddy uh, cook. No, no, no. Daddy's not done. As I was saying, as Daddy, Daddy was please saying. please order takeout because your cooking as Daddy freaking was saying, sucks right now. Bro. Daddy was saying. Get some more he comes back to WWE as a bigger star, <laughs> which is the name of the game in this business. That's oh what God. every wrestler wants to be. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is the envy of the entire professional wrestling business. Why? Because he neck left. Tattoo. He bet on himself. It's he the made a lot tattoo. of money. Definitely he that company. No, he it's back the suit. It's and the he suit. drew a lot of money there. It's the suit. People are dying to come out there in their three-piece suits and their shoes and just cry with their bad bleach job and their tatted. Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> More men need to cry. More men with neck tattoos need to cry. Cody Rhodes is an inspiration to men with neck tattoos everywhere saying, you know what? It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry after a job interview that you didn't get. It's okay to cry with a neck tattoo. And that's why Cody Rhodes is an inspiration. Let's go, Cody. NFL uh, Your Hall of Famer, Rosie Greer. Let me tell you. Rosie Greer with his cross stitch uh, told us, you know, it's, it's all right to cry. He told us that in the 70s. Yes. Might even make you feel better. Great song. Of free it, to it be. does. You and me. Uh, WWE, where the average fan is age 50 years old. Randy Hawkins wants to let us know with the super chat that Randy's son is six. I showed him a WWE Cody bleacher uh, cream armster for the hair. I bought it for him. He loves Cody. He wants to dye his hair like, like Cody. 
But what do these paying customers know? It's all about what the hardcores think and their opinions. No, it's about the paying customers. And if you look at the money, if you look at the numbers that do not lie, they support one Cody Rhodes. And Roman Reigns to a small degree, but Cody Rhodes. To a smaller degree. Kelvin Alexander, $2, says Cody Rhodes sold Survivor Series. I love that. Uh, wow, that's a whole what? 90 days or something like that? Mick Cloud, $5, saying Issa and Alfred need to have this debate on ESPN the night of the WrestleMania match. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be having it in Inglewood as well. We have drinks together because, you know. <laughs> uh, Randy saying Issa sounds like Corey Graves with Carmelo with Roman. Uh, Issa, you know, Roman is married, girl. I do Let's know go, that he's Randy, married. I mean... As a matter of fact, I see Roman being married as an opportunity because she's hot. Have you seen his wife? So the more the merrier. Oh, don't discount. I mean, I think Alfred might be getting middle of the night text from Cody given how much. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> platonic, completely platonic. I cannot it's say, okay, confirm or deny. They're good. all platonic. Yeah. Not that there's it's, anything wrong with that. No, it's all, it's all good. Cody buddy. Rhodes is also married as well to a beautiful black woman. I would never step out on her marriage. Um, both of them. At least we know both of our guys have excellent tasting women. <laughs> <laughs> they have. They should come out there and cut a promo about that. <laughs> My Anyways, wife is hotter uh, than yours. Anyways, Roman Reigns ate Cody Rose alive today, and it was a beautiful segment, and I really do think that it felt like the beginning of the build-up for this match. And like Alfred said, there was one point that I'm like, come on, Cody, give me the comeback. And the fact that they didn't give me a strong comeback for Cody makes me want more, you know? So yeah. I, I I personally thought that this was a super strong start to SmackDown, and I love it. It lived up to the build-up of seeing them finally face-to-face. -face. It was so, good. Um... Backstage, we have Liv Morgan. Is this the first time I hadn't heard this on SmackDown where she actually said, watch me to the interviewer at the end of her promo? No. I like no. that a lot. Well, that's her she said it before. I know yeah. she says it in the intro, but I can't remember saying it in promos. No, she said it before. Okay, Especially when she had that period of time when she was going crazy and jumping off of things and all that. I remember right. her saying it. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> so um, tonight, my high point of this match with Rhea Ripley versus, uh, versus Liv Morgan with Dominic Mysterio in tow and Rhea making Liv tap out. Liv, Liv got some offense in, um, but after this, and Rhea and Dominic, uh, my wife turns to me and says out loud, wait a second, are we supposed to believe that uh, Rhea is, is having sex with Dominic Mysterio? No. <laughs> yes, she's blowing his back out. They said it last week. He said that his back is sore because of Rhea Ripley. She's blowing his back out. They are. <laughs> this is my girlfriend. Says, my wife could suspend disbelief for a lot of things. I don't think that's one of them. <laughs> she doesn't believe that uh, Dominic could get a woman like Rhea. I Dominic could get any woman he wants with that street mm -hmm. cred that he now has. I have no doubt in Dominic, but we know that he's in a committed relationship. Recently got engaged. Rhea oh. commented on on the yes. post. It was it's a beautiful thing what they have. Very open, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought this was good. There was a miss opportunity. I'm, I might have missed it or whatnot, uh, but uh, Liv Morgan was the last person to beat Rhea Ripley. The last time she yeah. lost was in May of last year to Liv Morgan. And I didn't remember hearing that brought up. And I think that was an opportunity for them to really talk that up. No, yeah. we're, we can't do that right now because we're trying to build Rhea. So why talk I, about Rhea losing when we're trying to build her for Charlotte? I did expect to see a Charlotte appearance here. I thought it was weird that we didn't get that. Um. I love Rhea. She looked phenomenal tonight. She Very dominant. With this. Let her blow my back out. too. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily just say she lost, but bringing up the fact that it was almost a year ago that she lost a match, that could be a talking point. I just want the green light just to just shift this podcast entirely. 
and just how we talk about wrestlers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. By the way, one of Roman Reigns' lines, and this is a cause for concern for me, is that he said he's been groomed since he was a little boy, <laughs> which sounds like a very, very serious allegation. I know WWE is trying to go Hollywood for WrestleMania. Let's not go too Hollywood, okay? Randy Hawkins said he meant the bleacher. Creature, I kind of knew what Cody. he meant, but yeah. I thought meant bleacher. Because uh, ain't like, nobody saying Cody and creaming in the same sentence. He ain't making nobody cream. So I, I already knew what he was. Speak oh yeah, yourself. maybe Alfred. Okay, Alfred does Alfred cream for and Cody. Thousands and millions of others. <laughs> Alfred, we're creamy. talking about creaming, okay? I, you can like him, you can be a fan, you can respect him, but the creaming effect only comes to somebody that looks like Roman Reigns, not Cody Dylan, Rhodes. Dylan Matthews, where you at in the chat? I need creaming Cody Rhodes t-shirts stat. <laughs> ain't, nobody, ain't nobody creaming for Cody Rhodes. Sorry. I need him in white not font, sorry. Dylan. Even my dog is over here too. like, come on. But we know, we know what you meant. It's what I'm saying. But thank you for the super chat. Thank you, Randy. Um, this podcast is just. <laughs> so we got just... four weeks of this, Glenn. I hope you're I ready. <laughs> it's gonna be some of the greatest broadcasting you've ever heard in your life. Uh, <laughs> Santos Escobar talking to Dominic backstage. They had a match, so we had Dominic with Rhea out there against Santos. Dominic getting the win, which is good. And then Dominic confronting Ray, ripping his mask up. Dominic and, got the win thanks to Rhea Ripley being yeah. a badass on the outside and like ending. She's she almost sent Santos to his creator. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah. I love Michael Cole in the storyline. And what makes Dominic so effective, I think, especially on television, is Michael Cole is it's a very old school thing. He's so incensed by Dominic. He doesn't do this with very many people where he's always saying how oh, he's bringing out his girlfriend. He should be ashamed of himself. And I think it really helps. And at one point platform. he screamed, he's like, referee, turn around, do your job. Yeah, because we job. was like distracted. It was hilarious. I popped for that. <laughs> it was good. It was a fun match. And yeah, uh, they had that crowd shot when uh, Liv was losing and that little girl, like just very sad and upset. Did you see that video of Liv meeting that little girl? That was some of the most wholesome mm. things I ever seen. It was beautiful. Mm. She had the little girl come back. I just tweeted it before we went live. Nice. She had the little girl come backstage, gave her a big hug. Cute stuff. Okay, so Something Cody Rose would do. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I actually tweeted a yeah. video of Cody Rhodes giving his belt uh, to a fan. That was very actually. Cool. Wait a second. Okay, this is a good point. Not that we're going to run this Cody and Roman thing to the ground, although we're totally oh, going to. Okay, so if Cody's going to be champ for a hundred days, that's the Liv Morgan effect. Like it Cody Rhodes work. is the male Liv Morgan that he's going to have this feel good moment. Everyone's going to be behind him. He's going to lose that championship, and then he's going to be jobbing to Gunther six months from now, a year from now. That is like one of the Liv, worst takes Liv beat Ronda Rousey. Who, who does Cody loses it to? That's yeah, who the does question. Cody lose to Seth Rollins, the first one. The first one, as I mentioned, the first BLE, <sighs> Seth Rollins. You know who Cody loses to? Kenny Omega. That's who. It's Mike. That's my pick. Kenny Omega. I thought he was delirious five minutes ago, and now he just hit a whole new. Kenny Omega is coming into the territory, and that's who Cody drops it to. And then we'll get the AEW guys are taking over narrative. That'll be a lot of fun. All right, all right. I would actually like that. <laughs> I would actually like that. Not even going to lie. <laughs> I mean, that'll be some trippy shit um, if that happens. Terry Allen Jr. is saying Santos can gain new Hispanic audiences. I mean, I love Santos well, tonight. We need to somebody to really represent because Rey Mysterio has looked like nothing but weak in this. I was going to say there's been he a booking to... problem. Yeah, I, I disagree. 
First of all, I would like to put all of the blame on Rey Mysterio's wife. No offense, a lot of respect for this <laughs> magnificent woman. But there was no way, there was no way my sister and I would ever disrespect my dad and not have my mom coming out right behind him with some kind of belt, chancletas. What, what, actually, my mom, my, mom was, my mom was a savage. Whatever she could find, that's what we were getting, okay? Hangers, it didn't matter. There was no way any of us were going to talk to our dad in any kind of disrespectful way and not pay the price. It would not come from that. So I can see why Ray would be like, I'm not hitting you. It would have came from mom in my family. Spanish moms, stand up. And you know what I'm talking about. Ray Mysterio needs to just already beat this kid up or bring somebody to beat him up. That's the story they're telling. That's what I like about it. I don't think there's a booking problem here. I think they're doing this brilliantly. They're milking oh, no. the heat that Dominic has. And yeah. it's straight out of WrestleMania 1998, WrestleMania 14, Undertaker came. The buildup to that was great. Match, not so much. But the buildup was great And that the Undertaker said, I'm not going to fight my brother. I'm not going to put a single hand on my brother until it became a fever pitch where he had to. And I think that it's working similarly with Rey Mysterio and yeah. Dominic. Oh, shit. Vicky Guerrero, is her contract is up with AEW. Yeah. It is. It Vicky is. coming to like put Dom over her knee in space. Is there enough room in WWE for that much heat that Vicky and Dom would get together? I don't think there's enough room in any wrestling company for that much heat. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be incredible. I'd love yeah. that. That's one oh of those things God. you see on paper. You're just like, yeah, that, that would work perfectly. Like they, they have to do that, right? I mean, someone has to be pitching this with her contract with AEW being up. He'll go from his mommy, M-A-M-I, to his mommy, yes. M-O-M-M-Y. Yes. Like, could literally, his and I, think, I think Vicky might scare Rhea. I think Rhea might be like, I don't want none of that. Yeah. The stepmommy, that'll be a great start. That could be really good. Yeah, I could. She is a free agent. Also, when this match happens, I need to see some chancla action. It has to happen. <laughs> like, they have to put some chanclas under the ring, and, and he has to do it. Uh, Randy, super chat saying, I get the feeling Rey Mysterio might fight uh, might have Santos fight Dominic Mania. He does not want to fight Dom. I mean, Dom has to retire Ray whenever Ray is ready to take that step. That's just yeah. what I feel like. I don't know when it'll happen, but it, whether they hold it for that long, I think splitting them in shows was a great idea because you don't see them interact all the time. But whenever Ray is ready for that, I do think that match has to happen and it needs to be Dom. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, it's saying Marco will also hold the belt. In what promotion? In what promotion? Maybe Marco stuck the throne's Cody Rhodes. Don't sleep on Marco now. Please, Alfred, stop. <laughs> I get that you're biased, but let's not lose credibility here. Okay. I can see that Marco's good. He's got an outside chance. So, Drew McIntyre wants Gunther. Sheamus came out. LA Knight came out. The New Day came yeah. out. Karrion Cross came out. Yeah, he got ruined there. Everybody started fighting. It's going to be a ladder match, do you guys think? Ooh, I didn't even think about I mean, if they're doing a fatal five way, what are they going to have? Like a five way count or something? I want to see a ladder match. Yeah, like, I want to see all these guys go with Gunther in a ladder match. I, the IC title on recent WrestleManias had some mm-hmm. great ladder matches, and they, they, they stopped doing that. I wouldn't mind seeing that come back. Co- Cody had that amazing. Throw. Cody had that moment with the pocket audit ladder. Mm-hmm. Like, I popped for that. It was great. I just don't talk about. Cody in the past to like talk about his storyline now because that's a cheap shot, you know. But I'm just saying, back then that was a great moment for Cody. He didn't oh, win. I love also. the past. Like yeah. always, like he didn't very... win, like he always does. But he did get a great pop. It's gonna be the same now. Great pop, not winning. But anyways, this is like a consistency thing. At least it's consistent, I guess. I only talk about the past for terms of analysis <laughs> because it's congruent. Sure, sure, sure buddy. Sure. Because it's very sure, sure, interesting. Sure. What to is it? Me what that is it that you're cooking? What is it that you're cooking? Co- that ramen noodles means- or something? When Roman Reigns was saying how Cody Rhodes has never main evented WrestleMania, that sounds like past tense to me. And to me, I think the correlation and the good comeback, if it was a real conversation, the good comeback would be, well, yeah, the only reason you made invented is because the company forced you into it and people still didn't want you and you had to turn heel afterwards. I think that'd be a great comeback. And I do think that there is a lot of legitimacy and a very interesting, rich story to tell in terms of Cody Rhodes being a babyface. Year one, people love him. Year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, people did not love Roman Reigns. They had to turn him heel in, in order wow. for that to happen. And that's what I think is very interesting. Randy Hawkins $20 is, from $20 from Randy, from Randy Hawkins is on fire. Yeah, Tony Khan seems so determined to buy WWE. I get the feeling the elite will invade WWE in a way we won't expect. Meltzer is pushing Tony hard to buy WWE also. Could you imagine Cody Rhodes as champion and the next Monday oh. it is announced that Tony Khan is buying WWE? That oh would be God. the greatest thing ever. Cody Rhodes would throw that title in the trash <laughs> that day. Also, I love I love Randy and the super chats. Thank you for the support. Thank but you so I much, love Randy. I love how we say Meltzer is pushing Tony Khan. Like we're not talking about a ten billion dollar sale of a publicly traded <laughs> company. Like there's no Meltzer and Tony Khan here. No. There's so much more that goes into this. Like like let's be realistic about this. This is yeah, not how selling of a mayor company goes. It's not like Meltzer calls Tony Khan and Tony Khan writes a check. Like that is not yeah. the way that this Meltzer's is go. calling him and he's like, bro, bro, bro. Bro, you gotta buy this, bro. Like, like me telling Alfred, buy the new Cody Rhodes yeah. shirt. Like, it's oh, not, and, that's not and how by it the goes. way, buy a Tesla Cybertruck and let me drive it. Also, <laughs> I drive a Cybertruck, I drive around uh, the Twitter, <laughs> and it's indestructible, so it'll just go oh, right yeah. through the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shayna uh beat up Tegan Knox pretty easily tonight. Poor Tegan, I know, I forgot that she was back. Shayna was um, ready too. She like ran to the ring. Yeah. Okay, but did you notice how they had Tegan come out to Natalia's music and Shayna come out to Ronda's music? Come yes. on, bro. 
Um, so let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, so Gunther backstage was saying Adam Pierce has done a terrible job. I think we can all agree with that. Um, but uh, then we heard from uh, Bobby Lashley responding to Bray and then getting attacked by Uncle Glenn, Howie. Glenn, saw, also, man, Wyatt was back. I thought about you immediately. And that was good. Bobby... It's funny Brock rejected this feud because Brock, like, Bobby seems like he's having less fun with this than Brock would have. Bobby seems to not know how to respond to this. Of course he doesn't. Also, he missed an amazing opportunity in that promo tonight. When he what said Bray, Bray just keeps showing up and telling everybody, run, maybe he should take his own advice. <laughs> Bars! <laughs> <laughs> like, he set it up, but I thought he was going there. You know, let him cook. I, let him cook. <laughs> I mean, should have been like, you know, Bray probably can't remember the last time he ran a mile outside of Fortnite. Oh. Um, I mean, they could have, they could have done so, but instead, it was just kind of Bobby out there being like, "Ha that's really funny and all." I mean, it was just this. Uh, I'm worried about how good this is going to to end up. I have zero expectations for this feud. In fact, my expectations are so low that every week that goes by that Bobby Lashley isn't made to look like a fool, I'm like, okay, okay, not not bad. And that's yeah. what I thought about this segment. It's like, okay, so he attacked somebody. They disappeared. He still looks like a badass. He's not running scared. So week one, we're one and oh. Like I have my expectations are very low for this feud <laughs> and they have not failed yet. So. Okay, but on a scale from like low, to Brock Lesnar and Omas, how low are your expectations for this feud? I think, okay, I'm not excited particularly. I think it's very random that Brock Lesnar and Omas are fighting, but I do think that this is going to be one of those feuds that when people see it in the building, they're going to go crazy for it, especially when they see him F5 Omas. I've seen this movie play out. I remember people crying over Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. It was easily the best match in the building at WrestleMania 33, which was in the past, mm. uh, where Roman Reigns main event, and the, the worst match was Roman Reigns main event. <laughs> Um, wasn't even Roman's fault that that match sucked and he was admitted by his co-person main eventing he said true. the words were I was disgusted by that match clearly sabotaging Roman Reigns but we can talk about that differently you know Calvin uh, $2 saying wrestling dies if Tony, Tony Khan can't own WWE Ring of Honor AEW like that's too much wrestling yeah, would this be a see? That's where MLW should sue. Like that's an antitrust to antitrust, me. If he owns all yeah. these companies. Yeah. Uh, needs a tar. <laughs> or Sydney Hall needs those WrestleMania in LA. And we agree. And, and we need to have the dog, like the dog pound. He can call out the dog pound. But when they go to Ohio, if they ever, because are they where are they? No, they're in Detroit for SummerSlam, right? Um, and I think they're in Philadelphia next year. But if they Detroit, ever go to what? Ohio, Detroit. Hundred percent, Arsenio in Ohio. The only reason I know he's from Ohio is because his fictitious brother, Chunky A, whose record I also bought, made a lot of references to being from Ohio. And I was like, I was born in Ohio. I popped for that as a kid. Chunky A. I got to check that out. Wait, you never listened to Chunky A? No, no. Arsenio pretended he had this fat brother who came out and did one song was essentially cameos like word up, but just different lyrics. Right. But he has this song where he's apologizing to a woman about this ludicrous shit he did, like about like making like long distance falls. Like, there's one very funny song on that record, and the rest of it is just terrible. For like Arsenio, just like wanted it to fade into obscure. It was no MC Scat Cat in his solo record after working with Paul Abdul, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, uh, Boogaloo Shrimp 
from Breakin did the dance moves for MC Scat Cat, and they animated over that. Not really. You can see the video. The video is on uh, YouTube of Boogaloo dancing yeah, with Paul Abdul. Video. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, there we go. Ricky uh, saying eight miles, eight miles summer slam in Detroit. The song Things That Make You Go Ooh was in, uh, inspired by Arsenio Hall. Yes. Uh, things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is the best CNC Music Factory song. People might say yeah. it's Everybody Dance Now. It's Things That Make You Go, hmm. Definitely. <sighs> Video for that, man. Freedom Williams, though, didn't realize until I was older that he really just bit Ice T's style. Like, Freedom's entire flow is Ice T. Yeah, not a bad style to bite, but uh, hugely influential. Just uh, just like, I mean, a lot of people bit Ar- uh, Rakim's style, you know, in terms That's of, true. I mean, modern day hip hop. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, Uncle Howdy came out there. Okay, let's talk about what's going on with the bloodline. So, Rome wants to know if Jimmy talked to Jay. He didn't talk to him. If he's not back, you know, right now, Roman blames Sammy. If Jay's not back next week, he's going to blame Jimmy. Uh, this is just all imploding. Sami Zayn versus Solo Sokoa is the main event tonight with Solo getting the win. Solo and Jimmy beating up on Sammy. Sammy kind of getting it back and then escaping, retreating through the crowd again. Tell me if I'm crazy for this. I think as it stands right now, it will be a hundred times better if it is Jay and Sammy versus Jimmy and Solo and Mania than it will be if it's KO versus and Sammy versus the Usos. I would rather see Sammy mm-hmm. versus Jay on a one-on-one. Okay. Yeah, and I, think I would rather see some kind of implosion between Sammy and Jay, and I wouldn't mind seeing a Sammy and Jay one-on-one match. Jimmy and Solo have been here, so maybe they can be part of a tag team title. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you make that happen, but I, I personally am more invested into Sammy and Jay in a, individually than putting them in teams. And, and they are really... Even, even Roman now saying he doesn't blame Jay, he blames Jimmy. I don't know. There's a lot of things going on. Look at look at that super... Look at Randy Hawkins. Hawkins. Look at friend of the show, Randy, Randy Hawkins. Oh, breaking news, Yo. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Randy Hawkins. $100. $100, Randy. Thank Uncle you. Uncle Randy. Saying Uncle what Randy. I mean yeah. get, get, get Uncle Howdy out of here. Uncle Randy. <laughs> Uncle <life>. Randy. <laughs> Uh, Randy, $100 super jetting. What I mean is Meltzer's reporting Saudi and Tony Khan are the two in the running for WWE, and Meltzer reports it like Tony is her only hope. <laughs> I feel like it's going to He's Saudi, right. but I also agree with Eric Bischoff and Kevin Nash that Vince is taking WWE private. I agree with everything that Super Chat says. I have no arguments. WWE private with the Vince being able to just, oh my God, that's that'll just be like an unhinged, like octogenarian just running WWE into the ground and, you know. I wouldn't want to see Tony Khan purchase WWE. I'll leave it. I'm not saying I want Saudi either. So maybe going private might be our only hope. Honestly. Okay. Well, that brings up interest, Isa and Glenn. You can chip into Saudi Arabia or Tony Khan. Who do we want purchasing WWE? No, come on now. I think Tony Khan because I would love for the federal government to bring an antitrust case to block <laughs> this to go through. That would be incredible. If that's what finally blows up wrestling and unionization and the contracts and all that is the government getting involved because of antitrust and then realizing mm. how fucked this is, that would be an amazing outcome to this. So for that, I'm going to say TK. Interesting. I like that answer. Isa, do you agree? No. <laughs> no. None of the above? None. I have no answer. This is so realistic. I was thinking Cody's <laughs> winning a mania. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so very realistic, you're saying. I think um, Cody buys WWE. What do you think about that? 
the nightmare factory i think i actually think it's more realistic that shane O'Mac shane O'Mac comes back with some, private, back. Investment, <laughs> with some private investors yeah where has shane been since last year's rumble getting 10 billion dollars worth you know of what? investors to buy you, the company you know i'm actually pop for that if, if vince <laughs> takes it does take it private i bet you that's the storyline is they bring back Shane, probably not Stephanie, because things are weird. I bet they give Shane an on-screen role in a storyline that he's taking the company private, coming back, and he's going to be in charge. I, I got an email from them, like, on 24th uh, of February, I think, because I'm a stockholder. And it was just talking about when Vince came back and added all the people that he added and the people that he removed. And I'm like why are you telling me this like three months late? Like, is that how late they take to inform their stockholders of these things? If you're not yeah. keeping up with the news, these things are going on without you even knowing. Shame on them. So here's the deal with the bloodline storyline right now. The question about what is happening um, with uh, Jay is an interesting one. But Kevin Owens, you know what Kevin Owens feels like? Alfred, it's like you're at Applebee's. And you got your you got your chicken strips and your fries, and they brought you out like you know here's some barbecue sauce because you know you want a little tangy. You got your ketchup, you know you got your like sweet and sour honey mustard, and they're like, oh, and by the way, we thought you also might want some ranch. They give you this big bowl of ranch dressing, and you're like, well, what am I gonna do with this? I don't, I don't need this. This is completely inessential to the meal. That's what Kevin Owens feels like in this storyline: a big bowl of ranch dressing just <laughs> sitting there that you really don't need for this to be a satisfying experience. I could see that. And I, I completely agree that of all the pieces at or around this bloodline storyline, I do feel like Kevin Owens might be like on the outside looking in in the coldest piece. But the reason they do need him is because a big part of this bloodline storyline is the fact that the Usos have this historic tag team run. And yeah. I agree that it might be more interesting to see, you know, either Sammy and Jay team up or go off on their own, but we have to end this historic run. And I think Kevin Owens absolutely makes sense. I think WWE is going to heat him up to where we are going to want to see that tag team match. And we can still spin off. Cause I do think eventually Sammy and Jay are going to have a match probably for the right to fight Roman Reigns is they're going to fight each other to see who gets to fight Roman Reigns by that point. And I do think we're going to get that one-on-one showdown. Brandy, $5, saying maybe Stephanie will work with The Rock to buy WWE. That's a succession move. That yeah. is a, a Roy move. To come back and pull, pull that. That'd be that good. That would be amazing. Um, Randy Hawkins is on fire tonight. Yeah, thank you so much, Randy. Uh, but yeah, the Except for the part that The Rock's not even worth a billion and this company's worth about <laughs> nine, but we don't have to look into the The Rock can get money. The Rock's got friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, XFL you're, right, money. you're right. You know what, though? Honestly, well, who, who were his backers on XFL? It was Redbird Capital is his company that he started. Crazy with. people, basically. Here's, but here's what The Rock could do. The Rock could pool together investors and could include KSA in a minority share. But you put The Rock as the face of it. You have some other investors because there's cover. That's a lot more palatable for people, for them to be involved in minority role rather than be outright owners. Yeah, it would take a lot of people because it wouldn't obviously it wouldn't just be the rock. Wouldn't and they're not gonna... just be the rock and Stephanie. They would have to have a lot of backers. Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in for twenty bucks. <laughs> Tony Khan will contribute like ten billion dollars to Kickstarter. <laughs> He's like, I want the perks. And you know what the best part will be? It will be like every other Kickstarter, and then just come through with the project and just take your money. <laughs> I want Tony Khan to be the grand marshal of WrestleMania like Liberace was that year. And just Tony Khan gets to come out and like welcome everyone to WrestleMania, you know? Would he do the can-cans like uh, Liberace did? He should. <laughs> they should have this year Michael Douglas reprising his role as Liberace 
He was tremendous in that movie. That was such a good movie. It was it was like the plastic surgery part, like Rob yeah. Lowe, like that was creepy. Yeah, it was an unbelievable. Great movie though. Highly recommend it. Um also uh listen to uh Gilbert Gottfried's bit about Michael Douglas getting cancer from Catherine Sage Jones. It's a great bit. Great One of the comic. Top five stand-up bits of all time. <laughs> yeah. So good. Gilbert Gottfried, may he uh, rest in peace. So that was SmackDown tonight. But yeah, these endings, Bloodline storyline, uh, they gotta they gotta heat it up a little. This I don't know. Solid start. I'm loving this. I can't wait for next. Here's what I like about SmackDown that we don't see with Rampage that they need to improve on is that this is a television show where just like if you're watching HBO, you're like, oh my God, what happens next week? I'm gonna watch. So now I'm very excited to see is Jay gonna come back next week? Uh, what's gonna happen with the bloodline? So I love it. Nope, they're going to be, here's a big bowl of ranch dressing. <laughs> here's they better come back, back or else. And I love Kevin Owens, but this is also like beneath Kevin to just sort of shoehorn him into this. You know? No, because this is a main event storyline, and I think, you know, mm. okay, it's a beneath what he was doing last year, but that might be the peak of his career because he was working with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. So to go from Stone Cold Steve Austin to the bloodline, not really that much of a drop-off. Yeah, he's not hiding in a porta potty from Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, so let's talk about Rampage live tonight from my old stomping grounds, the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Let's talk which... about Randy Hawkins instead. Yeah, yeah it should be it Friday was... Night Randy instead of Friday Night Rampage. Let's replace it with Friday the Night Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Glenn. I'm sorry. Keep thinking about Randy. It didn't Sorry. feel like a live one. I will tell you that the crowd made it feel like a live one. The the was card, good. not so much. Mm-hmm. Cow Palace. I was in the Cow Palace. I saw Corn, Ice Cube, and Romstein back in the late 90s, and the Cow Palace looked beat as hell. And they almost disguised it pretty well tonight, except you could see the chairs. It was like, nope, that's still the Cow Palace. Was that OzFest? Uh, uh, Family Values Tour. Oh, yes, yes. Corn okay. thing, yeah, in the late that 90s. First, first edition of that. Romstein doing crazy things with Pyro and sex sex toys on stage uh yeah that was something um so playing like german industrial metal um that always sounds angry even their their like ballads sound angry it's very very uh harsh language um so we open tonight with uh the blackpool combat club versus top flight versus the aussie open versus dark order yeah what's the storyline what was the story that we were telling with this match? It's uh, Rampage's life tonight. That's the storyline throughout <laughs> right. the show. Aussie Open, though. They're so good. They're yeah. very good tactic. My <laughs> criticism will never be about the rest. That's what frustrates me so right. much. You see these incredible performers, and it's like, boy, I wish they were fighting over something. Like, I wish it wasn't just a wrestling match they just installed here. Especially Top Flight's one of my favorite acts to see live. But let's get some storylines going, man. Let's fight over women or something. Something. Let's fight over women. Alicia Fox, like yeah. Noam Dar that time. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Ozzy Open is incredible. Fun I have match. no criticism yeah. for them. It was a good match. I thought it was a fun match. I just, yeah. I yeah, I wish there was some story attached to it, but it was a very, very fun match. Fun opener. Crowd was great. Yeah. They've never been to the Bay Area before, so they're lit and they're they're excited about it. I almost yeah. went to this show, but. Couldn't make it happen. Are you excited for revolution? Not on a scale least. of yeah, I was gonna say, and I'm not even gonna talk about what we talked about earlier, but on a scale of zero to every other AEW pay-per-view, I feel like my level of hypeness for this one is very low. And that's usually not the case because we wait months to see AEW pay-per-views here. I'm excited that there's 
not as many matches on the card as usual, but we do have an hour long match. So yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I don't feel as hype as I feel like when I think about all out double or nothing. Even Revolution last year was so good. I'm not there in my level of excitement for this one. Yeah, me neither. I'm more excited for Brock Lesnar versus Omos than I am for AEW Revolution. He went there. Bro. He went there. I mean, honestly, I was the match I feel most invested in uh, is Dustin and Swerve. <laughs> and they, uh, it seemed like they closed that tonight. You know, you're right about that. Okay, the match did not end up being all that great. Uh, and it wasn't any of the guys' fault except for Parker Boudreaux. But that is the one story they are telling for weeks is Dustin and Swerve. Yeah. You can be okay. So. I'm fine. <laughs> it's just I'm so not excited for that match that just to compare it to that, it's just like, wow, you're really not excited at all for this. Uncle Uncle Randy's back in the super chat lane. What a legend. Ten dollars yeah. saying Tony would yell like a coke. <laughs> Please love me. That should have been the hundred dollar super chat. <laughs> I bought this for you. Love me. <laughs> Or if not, he will scream, let me love you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uncle Randy. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I literally, I'm sorry. I run around my apartment sometimes screaming at my dog, let me love you. I can totally see Tony Khan just chasing wrestling fans screaming. <laughs> <laughs> let me love you. Come here. <laughs> like, it's weird, though, right? I mean, in a weird, in a way. Okay, so Vince, like... <laughs> There's no in this modern day and age, um, and given everything we know, there's nothing charming anymore, even about making fun of like crazy old man Vince. Like, just go away. Like, we're not even gonna celebrate. Oh, it's a crazy old man with batshit nuts ideas. But that void coincided with the rise of like Tony kind of low key losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that AEW media scrum, like, yeah, Tony is kind of the the meme wrestling boss now yeah he has taken that he has taken that crown from vince and vince should should be happy all things considered to to have let that go yeah yeah it's crazy as it sounds tony khan is kind of a peek into what vince mcmahon would have been like on twitter because vince on twitter it's like somebody else is sending his tweets it's not really him and it's always like somebody's birthday or whatnot it's you never really get to see into vince's psyche but this petty crazy tony khan that's what vince would have been like probably to a higher degree but that's exactly look at that was. look at that chris saying this is the first aw pay-per-view i'm not ordering i'm watching isa's live stream instead hey. plug. if you want to call i'll keep you posted with what's going on we will be drinking we'll be talking you know it's non-filter watch-alongs it's gonna be a fun time nyc demon diva on youtube we are this close to twenty thousand wow. subscribers come on over and subscribe please hell yeah i'll be up in there there you go I was talking about you earlier during the Cody and the Roman segment, and then I was like, I should shut up because I always see Alfred pop up here and there. <laughs> I was like, one day he's going to like tune in right when I'm talking all this crap. <laughs> yeah, I want the smoke. No, no, no. I want all um, the smoke. So BCC won that. And then Who? BCC, Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, okay. I did not say what you think I said. Yeah, what did you think he said, Isa? I just, I, I forgot that. You know, black I was black very black careful black. to make sure I had the correct letters in the correct order. <laughs> right, right, right. Got it, got it, got it. Because we are above making cheap innuendo jokes. Yeah, so we, we never, never talk about Cody Rose and creaming in this no. podcast. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. Like PG. Uncle Randy said, our cousin, his, his son, Randy's son, watches this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
shame on us if we ever made an inappropriate joke. <laughs> but no, never mind. I'll tell you off the air. No, 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 no. Remind no, me later. Remind me later. Remind me later. Calvin, uh, $2 saying Issa's not wrong. There you go. Favorite words. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't need to be right all the time as long as I'm not wrong. That's the key. <laughs> so, um, love the Jungle Boy promo. And I can't believe he was Please, like, stop. you know, We call him Jungle Taker now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you're so obsessed with my dad, I'm going to sit there and say hi to him. Like, holy shit. Jesus. Yeah, man. They're getting a little too dumb. They're getting a little too on the nose with all these, like, death jokes. Like, this match Talk seems like a reality. death joke. They're like, yeah, seriously. Add some reality to these promos. Too real, bro. <laughs> Luke Perry will be the special guest referee. Jesus. Like, come on. Let's <laughs> not keep going this direction. Um, although I like, I was just, this was the one thing that my wife and I were talking about. Cause he's talking about the shovel and burying him. And I was like, okay. in kayfabe, but the way Luke, what Luke Perry, his final wishes for his remains is actually pretty awesome. Yeah. He's they're not, in his farm in the middle of nowhere. He's not buried in yeah, a, he's like wearing a normal like a cemetery to decompose and grow mushrooms like yeah. in the woods. Oh. Yeah. It's like in a, a farm that he owned in the middle of yeah. nowhere too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Um, so when I saw well, that tonight, Christian I like, is about to join him. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry for that. Um, I mean, but mushroom. Jungle Jungle Taker has to has to win this. Jungle Taker will never not be funny to me. Call so him that is... as long as I saw him with the trouble on Wednesday. Is but they got a live match or what? They got it. They got no, no, no. They have a. Di- it's a buried alive na- match, but they have it. They have a different name for it. I don't know what it is. It's like last burial or something, but it is a buried alive match. Um, he needs to move on to a new feud against someone roughly his own age to stop making him seem like a kid. He needs to be Jungle Man after this is over. How old is Jungle Boy? 13? So maybe Hook? <laughs> <laughs> they are moving away from calling him Jungle Boy. They have been calling yeah. him Jack Perry. They say Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, but I've noticed recently they've been just saying Jack Perry. And eventually Jungle Boy is going to just go away. Yeah. Which I don't, you know, Jungle Boy is a fine name. He could, he could be a man being called Jungle Boy. Lil Wayne is still Lil Wayne. He's in his 40s. Like you I thought that was about, because like, he's short though. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't think it's a stature thing. It's like Lil Bow Wow took the Lil out of his name. I think he's always going to be Lil Bow Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Lil Kim still Lil Kim. Forever. Yeah. She don't look Nothing like Lil' Kim, but she will forever be Lil' Kim yeah. to me. She looks like a little cat. And she, likes, she likes it street style, no rules, which I oh, remember yeah. every time you got served is on. Yeah. How Many Licks is a great karaoke. Fire. Song. One of the greatest, very underrated track. One of the greatest I also, songs I, ever. I just love singing it in, when I lived in the Midwest in Indiana and all these people will sing these country songs and I'll be like, I'm up next. And I'll bust out some Lil' Kim, How Many Licks? The whole bar mood changed immediately. It was great. And when Lil' Kim and Timberland are there, everyone better be wearing Depends. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred and I have discussed that 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 bar multiple times off the air. The greatest opening bar of it. Like, did she really just say that? <laughs> like, I love it. I mean, the jump off, it's an okay song, but that line is just like, okay, maybe that was a placeholder. Out. And it's just like, no, it's staying. Kim, man. I she prefer just... like all folks pissing. I guess it all depends. <laughs> That's my favorite defense line. Sorry. 
Randy Hawkins, Uncle $5. Randy. I also Uncle want to hear Randy. another Alfred Excalibur impression. <laughs> Excalibur seems like a crank use. Jesus Christ. The views of Randy Hawkins are not shared by the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Uncle Randy is... <laughs> He's Uncle Randy, though. He can say whatever he wants. He yeah, does. And yes, he he's an independent in arbiter, and he does not need anybody to stand on his. But I will have that an Excalibur impression ready for you, Uncle Randy. That's the least that we could do for you. Oh, damn. Wrestling is art. NXT Roadblock, I am more excited for than Revolution. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Wow. I am excited for Roadblock, though. No, Loki, not going to lie. I yeah, forgot more... about Revolution. I double booked myself. I, I I took a gig ring announcing and then I forgot about Revolution. That's how non-excited I am for it. I was stoked they were promoting Roadblock tonight on SmackDown. Like I think they yeah. know this is kind of a stacked card for for an NXT episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. Um Riho versus Emmy Emmy Sakura tonight. This was a very long match. Yeah. Rio getting that win. Good for real. They're really putting her over. I was surprised that she went on Dynamite and happy to see it. So hopefully they do something with her because she's a great baby face and a great worker. Killer demon saying Jungle Boy versus Christian for the right sprint wall. Oh, Lord. Damn. Good callback. Uh, yeah, this was a good I, match. Like it real. It's okay. It was too long. I can't suspend my disbelief. I talk about it with the guys. I'll talk about it with the girls. I, it's very hard for me to just watch a Riho match. And... Do you think she's they... so little and breakable? Like, it's, you know, how much how much wrestling did they have before this tonight? I know there was probably at least what like an hour before they, they went. Probably live. filmed dark or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I thought the energy was pretty good tonight. Overall. Yeah. Great crowd. Yeah, I hope yeah, they keep good. this energy on Sunday for Revolution, especially when hope we're so. half hour into the Iron Man match. Yeah, Revolution. Be... Is that in San Jose? San Francisco. It's Cow Palace. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Again? Chase oh, wait, Center. they're saying. Really? Chase, Chase Center. Center. Oh, Chase, no, Chase Center is huge. Much bigger Chase than Center. Yeah, yeah. Chase Center, yeah. Okay. I'm just very curious. I'm actually, I will say this. I'm very curious about how this Iron Man match is going to go. It's the only match that they really built. A lot of these matches are rematches. Hangman and Mox, we've seen them like four times on free TV. There's a lot of rematches here. But I feel like this match could really make MJF as a wrestler. You know, you're having 60 minutes against Brian Danielson. I, I don't know. I, I'm curious about how they pace okay. it, how it's going to go, how many falls yeah. we're going to get here. I'm excited for it. I think what he's going to be fine. There's been this narrative about, oh, can MJF go this hour? Right, it's become like a real life narrative. I, I do think he's going to be fine in that match. The thing is, he's, I, I love the Iron Man match style, but I like 30-minute Iron Man matches. Like, right. I've been going back and watching all the WrestleManias and covering them on YouTube Shorts at Pro Wrestling Bits. And I saw the WrestleMania 12 main event, which in my mind as a child, you know, it was this big legendary match. My goodness, that that first 30 minutes of that match was a slog between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Mm. And these Iron Man matches are overrated. That match is overrated. I don't want to be seeing an hour of an Iron Man match. I'm not My issue with this is that I never, that is just not a stipulation that I ever wanted for NJF, which did mm -hmm. make me curious. I think NJF is a great wrestler, but I think he's so good at his character and at being a heel that we focus a lot on that. But when you see him in the ring, he's put on a lot of really good matches. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I just never thought, oh my God, I can't wait to see MJF in an Iron Man match. And I don't think mm. I say that about a lot of people, but if you give me Kenny Omega and Brian, I don't think I will be opposed. You know what I mean? It's just weird mm. that these are the two guys that are getting that stipulation. I wonder if it would have been better if the match went on an hour without mm. the stipulation. Kind of like what they did with Brian and Omega, where that match mm. read the time limit 60 minutes and you didn't even realize it because it was oh. so good. I don't know, but just it's just not a stipulation I ever 
dream that I would want for MJF. What if they both come out there, we get the buildup, we get the expectation, MJF just kicks Brian in the dick, and then Brian can't continue and the match is over. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, That's what I would do. That's how I would book it. I would be mad. <laughs> really change expectations. Uh, Randy Hawkins, $5. Randy, thank you. Who wants to bet that by the end of the year, WBD drops AEW. Tony blames it all on cord cutting and puts it all on Honor Club on YouTube. I mean, it's not that expensive. I don't think I don't think they get a huge raise. I here's what I think happens. I think they get the same rights fee, but they get um they get some react they get some perks for additional program. Right. That's where the increase comes from. I mean, they just yeah. gave them another show. So yeah. mm-hmm. WWE cannot be that mad at the ratings of what AEW is doing. They just gave them another show. Yeah, WBD, there's no doubt in my mind that they like AEW and they're sat more than satisfied with the product. The question is how much money is AEW going to get? And I do think they're going to get an increase, but is it going to be enough to compete with WWE? And I don't think it is. I don't think they're going to get this huge increase because unfortunately we're now on a downswing of all these networks wanting to spend all this money on streaming and all these TV mm. deals. The bubble is about to burst and I think it's going to hurt AEW. What if- We're definitely not going to hear about it because I'm sorry, Glenn. To- no. Tony was asked whether uh, Warner Bros. extended their their one year, you know, option before they got to like negotiate again on the media call for Revolution. And he said he wasn't able to answer that question. So we're not going to find out what's going on there. What if Warner Brothers gives AEW the rights to Michigan J Frog and they move it back <laughs> to the dubba 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 WB? That's my favorite character ever. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my honey. Hello, yes. <laughs> and what if we get that song again? Remember the WB song that they had that was making the rounds? Was it WB or that UPN? Song is, that song, WB? the Hello, my baby yeah. song used to be my ringtone for like three years. Really? <laughs> I love they, that song. I love that, that frog so much. <laughs> they had that promo video where it was like Steve Harvey. And everyone's like having a street party and they're just all dancing the big signs. They'll do that with the AEW roster. Yeah, they because they, they used to do the frog with all the shows that yeah. they have on the Warner Brothers. He'd be dancing with them, so they should do that. With I the missed the frog. <laughs> Take that, CW. Um, so Powerhouse Hobbs versus Serpentico. <laughs> I mean, this was over quick. Um, and then Hobbs uh, calling out Samojo and Wardlow next. So happy that Hobbs won. Me too. I'm glad they're doing something with him because this guy is—he's going to be a star. And I, I like that they're pushing him. And I like that he won this brass ring. I don't like that they make them carry that ridiculous ring around because it just looks so. Uh, at least make it a briefcase. Looks like a or golden like toilet seat. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> that, but I love it. Work. We're doing something with him. Yeah. Um, Takashita's teaming up with Don Callis. Great. Why? He was yeah, just going to head back to Japan. So, you know. I um, like that he said he's going back to Japan. You could hear the live crowd like, no, no, they love Takeshita. So they're going to do something with him. And I know eventually he'll turn on Don Callis, but I like that they're investing in him now. Yeah. Um. Oh, this Mark Briscoe promo started off kind of funny and then really took a turn. Mark Briscoe for life. This was Lovable. great. How can you not love Mark Briscoe? I mean, this guy, unbelievable. This was really, really good. Uh, yeah. Very entertaining. He really is. He's always been. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, props to him. The, to be the spirits that he's in and doing what he's doing right now after everything that family has gone through. Nothing oh, absolutely. but respect. Absolutely. Um, so, Dustin, Keith Lee took on the Mogul Affiliates tonight. 
Swerve and Parker, I think, work very well together. I think uh, this match, there's been such a buildup to this. I'm glad that Dustin and Keith got the win. Um, yeah, like I, I, it's almost a shame if this is if this is the end of the line for this because I've really enjoyed this story. What did you think of uh, this match, Alfred? I thought it was fine. Uh, Parker, I mean, it was his first match. It definitely seemed like it was like his first real match. Uh, he, he did seem to whether it was get lost or seem a little green or whatnot. Uh, but I did like a lot of what they did. I liked the build up to this. I thought Dustin is always the fountain of youth and looked great in there. Um, but it wasn't my favorite match. It wasn't a, a great main event, I'll say. I don't think it should have been in the main event spot. I think maybe they could have cut some time off this and maybe open the show with it. Hmm. But I guess the build up with the build up, yes, it's a main event build up. I just didn't think this match really held up. Yeah. Issa, what'd you think? Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Alfred said. I just can't believe that Dustin Rhodes is still doing this at the caliber that he's doing it. And I give him so much props. Every time he comes out, he's really putting on amazing matches. And I actually do think that AW has booked him in a smart way. You don't see him out there every week. So when he comes mm-hmm. out, it does. You get a pop. It feels like a big deal. Yeah, I think Swerve and Parker work well together. But it was it was a little bit, I don't know. I don't know. Not my favorite thing that I see Parker do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he got those nerves out of the way and he'll do a little bit better next time. But I wasn't a big fan of it. But pop for Dustin and Keith Lee getting the win here. Keith Lee with the gray hair. I like it. Just going to say that. It's a vibe. Mandy, $5 saying Kenny Omega can dress like Michigan J Frog, sing the song in the <laughs> ring. Cornell will have a field day with that. Oh, man, the Cornell I Oh, my God. Yo, I can actually see the elite doing something like that. Oh, me too. 100%. <laughs> uh, Mick Cloud, $5 saying, would you be up for the possibility of WWE, AEW, and New Japan coming together and making their own network? I mean, I mean, it would be great. It's not going to happen, but it yeah. would be great. New Japan and AEW, more likely. WWE is getting those peacock dollars. Yeah, that's the only thing about this conversation we'd have hypothetically about tony khan maybe buying wwe the only reason i'd lean him over saudi arabia among other reasons is because then you could do the dream matches you could do aew versus wwe you could do new japan versus nxt you could do all kinds of stuff yeah good night for wrestling though overall tonight but yeah it was fun it was entertaining tomorrow. yeah it was, it was Sunday, a good night Sunday. of wrestling that was good I, you know i liked tuesday better nxt was really hot this week NXT was a good show this week. You said you see NXT? No, I was getting drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I told you guys I was taking the time off. I wasn't going to not do the most with it. Gigi Uh, Dolan in one promo became the biggest baby face. So I will say I came back to my streams on Wednesday and everybody in my chat told me that I needed to go back and watch it. I went out of my way to seek it out. I thought she did incredible. Incredible in that. That is the one thing of NXT that I have seen. Too many people in my chat. I was like, okay, all of you guys are agreeing on this. Very rare to get wrestling fans to agree. I went and saw it and I thought she was amazing. AW is Sunday. So now AW Sunday, WWE Saturday pay per views. Oh, unless it's WrestleMania, the next WWE pay per view. Two nights. Two days. Two days. days. WrestleMania goes Inglewood. Hell yeah. Um, well, there you have it, folks. Alfred Kanawa is at This Is Nasty. Issa's at NYC Demon Diva. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. See how much better we get along once we're past talking about all the Roman Cody stuff? <laughs> no, it, was was fun fun you know it. Yeah, it was I funny and you know it. It was funny you know it. It gets my juices going. It, it, I, it, I, I feel so tiltilated. It makes me want to cream. 
On that note, we'll catch you back here next time. Uh, tune in Sunday for AEW. See you later. Have a good night. Thanks, Randy. Bye. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.